Zigbit's 2017 year-end episode, episode 19. We just want to quickly send a uh, wish everyone that's out there, all the Ziglets and all the nerds and geeks that are out there, a, a happy holiday. So if you're celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you're celebrating this year, we just want to send a, a big, warm, happy holidays and, and a happy new year to each and every one of you. Hey, Ziglets, nerds, and geeks alike. Today's episode is, um, well, well, first off, welcome every one of you back to an end-of-year episode. This is uh, um, an episode that I've been looking forward to do, uh, kind of a summarization of uh, what we have uh, accomplished in 2017, and maybe we should terminize this uh, uh, the baby year or the uh, toddler year for this uh, podcast, um, since this is the year that uh, the podcast uh, was born, and you know we were learning all of us uh, throughout the year, and you know this this episode is going to summarize kind of. Um, where we started and, and kind of where we are now, and then maybe looking forward to what, what we're going to do in 2018. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I, I hope you are too. So we've actually accomplished a lot this year in 2017. And I, I was actually quite, quite surprised on um, going through some of the, uh, doing the show prep today and yesterday, trying to get through and figure out um, all the different points and metrics and items that make sense to, to acknowledge. So um I think I think you're gonna find some of this content uh, pretty uh, noteworthy, and then um, some of it maybe not so much noteworthy, but just uh, good to know for 2018. So it's just gonna kind of go in, and we're gonna go over the accomplishments, um, and uh, on we're gonna divide it up in a structured format, I guess. Um, we're gonna do a, kind of a, a back and forth between the podcast, the Zigbits Network Design podcast, and how it has done. Uh, for this, for this first year, this uh, I guess inaugural, this this first year, right? Um, I can't talk, I can't pronounce those big words. I guess um, they're not they're not in binary, right? So, um, so we're gonna we're gonna go over like the podcast and how it's done, and we're gonna also go over the blogs as well, the the Zigbits blog. So we're gonna go over the podcast ZNDP, and then we're gonna go over the Zigbits blog. Before we dive right in, um. The general concept today that that probably means more than anything else um, uh, to me, um, and the reason, or maybe not directly the reason why I'm starting to do all this content creation, but uh, definitely something that has uh, inspired me to maintain and continue to do uh, the the content creation that we have been doing. So the biggest takeaway, the biggest benefit, um, and, and let, let's I'm, I'm jumping ahead. So. Let's take a step back, and we've only been doing this in a combined time frame since February 2017, um, and, and the blog started in February 17, February 2017. The podcast started in May 2017, so you can do the math. February, it's almost been a full year, a little shy, 10 months or so. The podcast has been since May, so that's about seven months, so not 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 awfully long at all in 2017 here uh, for the podcast and, and the the blog almost a year. So the biggest takeaways, right, getting back to my point here, and again, this is more important to me than, than anything else, right? It's um, It makes me feel accomplished and that wasn't the, the exact goal originally. Um, 
but it, it definitely makes me feel accomplished and it definitely makes me um, feel like what we do here is worth it uh, in the end. So throughout the last, I would say, 11 months, 10 months, uh, we have changed people's lives. That is a number one uh, common factor in some of the feedback that I keep receiving. So we have been changing people's lives. Um, and how have we been doing that? Um, I'm sure some of you can guess. We have been inspiring. We have been mentoring, teaching, guiding um, professionals in this community. We we are making a difference. And that that's really the, the underlying point and what really matters in this entire community. Uh, endeavor of ours uh, of mine right um and just to like you know i'm getting this feedback so maybe you didn't provide feedback specifically but some of the people like amir brian alan Kristen, um kyle uh um i think uh matt like, there's a number of people and that's just a quick list off the top of my head um there's a number of people that have been providing feedback that they have enjoyed the show that they have gotten they've inspired they're inspired by the show and the content that they're that is here and the fact that hopefully they understand that i'm learning as i go still right so um but they they definitely enjoy the show um and what we have here um and they provide feedback and, and positive and negative feedback you know that it's important as i said at the beginning of of the podcast back in may um we need both positive and negative feedback to make sure this is a, a content rich rich show it's raw it's real and it's what you specifically are looking for because if it's not then then we have a problem so you know again it's the the biggest benefit we're changing these changing people's lives. We're helping people, um, mentoring, teaching, guiding, inspiring. I know, um, I inspired, uh, Amir to build his own podcast on, um, a network type of podcast. Um, so it, it's, it's really amazing to be a part of this community and be able to do that kind of stuff. So, um, that was the biggest takeaway benefit. The next kind of item that I would like to make a note is that, uh, um, my commitment to each and every one of you, my commitment to maintain a level of morality, um, a level of professionalism, a level of um, trust and perception. Um, and I, uh, you know, that, that, that commitment I've maintained um, each and every time that we talk, each and every time that you guys are listening to the podcast or reading the blog posts, um, it's um, your that commitment is number one, that, that understanding that, that perception, that, um, that relationship is number one in terms of how we do business, how we do the day-to-day interactions with one another. Um, and, and that is still our number one goal outside of providing context, you know, real world context around technology. So, um, is to maintain that, that level of commitment with you, each and every one of you. And I believe we have, um, based on the feedback that we keep getting, um, I have no reason to think that we don't maintain that level of commitment. So, um, so the, the next kind of item that, um, this is more personal than anything else is a uh, just growth personal growth right so you know taking this endeavor back in may um for the podcast and before that in february for the blog um i didn't realize um maybe a little naive i didn't realize how much growth i would go through personally um and and i an amount uh 
an amazing amount of growth that I have gone through. Um, I can't even explain how much growth that um, I personally have get on through um, throughout this process, this adventure, this trip into the content creation world that we are in here. Um, and I'm still learning every day. I mean, the last episode that we did, episode 18, um, you know, technical issues, right? I learned that I could not record an episode with two different microphones. Um, because it does not sound the same. So there's, there's learning. Learning is definitely occurring throughout the organization of my head and how we do business. So um, personal growth is with notwithstanding, it is definitely changing and, and we're getting better every time we get on the microphone, every time we record an episode and interview someone, we're, we're going to keep getting better every day. So um, those are those are the, the the big things, right? The takeaways, the benefits that we talked about, my commitment, personal growth. Um, those are general accomplishments I think we have for the last seven to eleven months. Um, now, I do pose a question to each and every one of you, right? So, if what the content that we are producing, the content that we are providing, is if you think that there's something missing, if you think that we should to- uh, cover a topic other than what we're covering, or maybe add a, another topic in addition. Um, let us know. I mean, what, I guess that the question is, what would you like to see in 2018 for this show and this blog and and this content creation machine that we are building here? Um, you know, what what would um what would you specifically like to see? And if you're not seeing it today, then let us know, right? Um, you know, please just let us know. You, there's different ways of contacting us. You can contact contact us. Uh, via email at feedback at zigbits.tech. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter, um, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, you can search for zigbits or zigbits.tech. You should find us on all three of those. And then you can always um, give a call in to our call number, which is a, I don't know by heart because I fail. It's 617-913-4103. Again, 617-913-4103. Leave a voicemail and uh, maybe you'll be on the show. That that voicemail might be recorded and then put on the show in the future. Um, But yeah, anything that you think you want to see, you know, I've gotten some feedback of like software-defined, maybe a blog series on software-defined X, right? So that is definitely something that's, that's, you know, I'm keeping track of all those suggestions. It's a matter of, honestly, time. And, and you know, this isn't my full-time uh, life. It, you know, I, I have a full-time job, uh, family. And so this is, a, I guess, hobby slash a secondary uh, priority. And I, I'm trying to maintain everything, right? So um, now with all those general things said, we're going to go into kind of a comparison between the podcast, again, and the blog, the Zigbits blog. So again, like I said, I already kind of ducktailed into this a little bit. Um, the podcast started in May. This year, the and that's 2017 for anyone that's listening on the archives. Um, the the blog post started in February of 2017, right? So a little earlier. Uh, I think I tried to do the blog first to see if I could maintain a blog every week or every two weeks, and then I I had uh, toyed around with the podcast idea for a while. Um, but there's a little duration, a uh, little little not duration divide, not divide gap. Gap's the right word between the two. Um, so as it sits right now, as we record. This is episode 19 of the podcast, so 19 episodes, um, and that is in seven months. So you can do that math, right? That I think that's pretty good, um, maintaining an episode every other week for seven months, and we're going to keep going, right? Um, I would 
I, I have expectations at some point, maybe to do one every week. Um, but the workload, I don't know if I can do that right now. I would love to. I think that'd be great. I think the content is there um, to do one every week. It's just a matter of the time to do it for me. Um, but we'll see. Um, on the, the other, the blog side, we've done 11 blog posts. Now, um, not, not nearly as much as probably what someone would think from the get-go. We had done a couple blog posts at the beginning of the year, and then I had duck-toed, I, I, I dived right into doing the podcast episodes, um, and I kind of forgot about the blog posts. And I, I'm being very distinctive here um, between blog posts that are not show notes, right? So the 19 podcast episodes have show notes. Um, the 11 blog posts that I'm talking about are not including those show notes. So if you combine them, it's actually 30 different blog posts, 19 podcasts, 11 blog posts. Um, and then if you add it, it's 30 different actual posts on the site um, in, in, you know, 10 months, something like that. So we're, we're definitely producing content, maybe not as much as I want to. I have high expectations about everything I do, high goals, um, and I like to overachieve. So, um, you know, we got, we got, we got some good stuff here. So 11 blog posts, like I said, um, and a lot of those are starting to come up late, uh, lately because of the blog series that we've been doing. Um, so we do a blog post on one week and then we do a podcast the following week and we just alternate. Um, we've been doing that for a couple months now. And I think that's been doing pretty well. I mean, as you can see with some of the statistics that we're going to go over with right now, um, the the podcast, specific podcast episodes, we have just over 4,000 downloads in seven months. So if you actually compute that that average, it's 550 downloads monthly. That's not bad for a, a, you know, a baby podcast or a toddler podcast, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's only... The podcast is only seven months old, so that that's pretty good, I think, um, in the grand scheme of things. On the the other side of uh, everything, uh, the blog and the views, specific blog views, we have seventy five hundred. That's seven thousand five hundred, just over uh, blog views. Um, and if you do that math, that's a thousand. On it's a little actually more. It's like. Um, I think it's like a thousand and seventy monthly average views on the blog site. So that's that's I think pretty good. Um, and another tidbit to note on that is the most views in one day of the blog site has been hundred and seventy, which actually happened on November sixth. So that you know we're getting some good content. Good, uh, sorry, good, good. Tr- uh, hmm. We are getting. I hate when I stumble over words. We are getting a good amount of traffic to the site on the content that we're producing. So you guys are liking the content and you're viewing the content. So and you're, maybe you're sharing it too. Um, all right. So now the next kind of both of these is is uh, uh, for the podcast. We have our top three episodes, and for the blogs, we have our top three blogs, um, which might be a little bit different. Um, so the top three episodes, and um, it kind of makes sense once I go through this. The top one is actually the carrier supporting carrier episode with Nick Russo, and that was our first design specific kind of interview where we took a technology, uh, not just a technology, we took a real world. Um, deployed uh, architectural solution um, and we went over the pros and cons. We went over the, the requirements, constraints, and drivers 
for that solution and the decisions, the technical and tactical and strategic decisions that went into that design. Um, and that happens to be our number one, our top episode that we have is with Nick Russo. And again, that was on Carrier Support and Carrier. If you would like to view that episode and the show notes for it, it is at uh, uh, zigbits.tech slash five. That was our fifth episode out of, out of 19, right? So um, the next episode that was uh, second, and it wasn't, it wasn't too far down the list. It wasn't like a, a horrible. Um, it wasn't like a huge gap. Um, these three were pretty close, actually. So um, this one is episode 10. And this was the episode where we had Jeremy Philibin um, with me. And we were talking about the certified Cisco Certified Design Expert Certification. So the CCDE. Uh, design specific. We went over how you can obtain that certification. Um, what's the process? Um, what you should study? Um, what's out there to help you study? That kind of stuff. Um, and and that's our second episode. So that or that was our our second top episode. I rephrase the the content that I'm saying. Um, and that was if you do want to go check that one out too. That one is uh, zigbits.tech/ten. Um, the third one, and I only went three, top three, it made sense to me, um, was actually an episode with um, Mike McPhee um, from Cisco, and we discussed how uh, Cisco Trustsec and Cisco ICE um, apply or work in a software-defined access world. Um, software-defined access is a new Cisco technology. Um, it's their uh, software-defined uh, solution for the, uh, the, the access layer, the um, campus, if you want to call it. And um, that episode, we went over where ICE plays, where, where Cisco Identity Services Engine, uh, also known um, in this case as TrustSec, um, how that plays a role in SDA, Software Defined Access. Um, and if you want to go view that that episode and the show notes for that episode, uh, that one was episode nine, and that would be zigbits.tech/9. So those are the top three episodes that we've done out of nineteen. Kind of surprised actually. Um, there's a common thread. It seems like all of you like to listen to interviews and not listen to me speak for, you know, 30 or 40 or 50 minutes. You like to hear the back and forth with others. So, um, and I promise that uh, we're going to continue to do uh, interviews, technical design focused interviews, and then also certific certification focused interviews. So we did one last month, uh, last, last episode with uh, Tony Malika on the Aruba Certified Design Expert Certification, the AC... Um, DX, I believe. And um, that was a pretty good episode. So if you haven't looked at that, you should go look at that one. Um, that's zigbits.tech slash 18. Um, and as I can say, we're, we're going to continue to get more and more guest experts on, on the show and uh, detailed designs and whatnot. So now flipping over to the Zigbits blog, our top three blogs. Now I did, I actually did four here and there's a reason um, because the main, the top one um, actually had over 1,800 views, so 1,800 views, over 1,800 views. And remember, at the, the beginning, the blogs in total only had 7,500 views. No, I say only. That's a lot. Um, so 7,500 views. Um, and the the this top one had 1,800 views. So I had to list it. Um, and this is actually the zigbits.tech homepage. Um, had 1,800 views. That's a lot of views on the homepage. That, that's a, a lot more than I was expecting on just the homepage, honestly, because I don't market the homepage at all on Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook. Um, I do not market the homepage. I market each individual 
uh, excuse me, uh, podcast episode and blog post that I that I build and 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 uh, that I put content out there for. So I don't actually ever market the homepage. That was interesting to me. Um, but for real, actual blog posts, because that's not really a blog post, right? Um, the the top one was uh, my CCIE RNS. So my CCIE route switch journey. Seems like everyone loved to to go through. Um, my story of how um, I went through my kind of fail, uh, failure at even studying for the CCIE um, for route switch and then um, had to pick myself back up. Uh, not that I took the lab. I didn't even make it to the written. Um, and that's how bad I was is I didn't even get to the point where I could take the written because I just wasn't focused enough, wasn't dedicated enough. And then after about a year of doing that, I sat down and had a, okay, I need to refocus, refigure out how to do this. And if you want to hear all about that story, you can obviously go to um, zigbits.tech and search for my CCIE RNS journey. It's also going to be in the show notes of this episode, which will be zigbits.tech slash 19. So that was the the top actual post, blog post that we did for this year. The second actual top, uh, the second blog post, content specific blog post is actually... Um, one of the Cisco ICE um, 2.3 um, blog series posts. And it was actually the second uh, installment of that post. It was uh, building a Cisco ICE 2.3 distributed cluster. So it looks like a lot of people like ICE and want to know how to how to build and deploy ICE. Um, and that one had a pretty good significant amount of views. Um, and again, if you want to go look at that one, uh, you can go to zigbits.tech uh, slash zb. I-S-E-0-2. That's a Zigbits ICE-0-2 is the abbreviation for that. Um, now, the the fourth, because of the first one being the homepage and kind of um, breaking a rule, I would say. I'm kind of breaking rules left and right, right? Um, the the fourth one is actually uh, Zigbit uh, ICE-03, I think it's 03, um, which was the use cases that we we're going to utilize for our ICE distribution blog series. So everyone wants to know how we're going to actually deploy ICE in our lab, how we're going to make it a you know real world uh, uh, blog series about how to deploy ICE. So that's, those are the, those are the top three blogs that we've done top four, I guess um, for this year. So that's pretty good, I think. Um, and, and yeah, that, that's pretty good. So I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to, go back to the podcast for a minute and, and kind of finish off this topic on the podcast and then move over to the actual blog. Um, but I like to, to compare the two up to this point. And then this is where it kind of dives into specifics regarding each kind of content um, funneling that we're doing content creation path that we have here. So we talked about the top three episodes for the podcast. Um, the next thing is that just as a high summary, you know, we only, we interviewed, not only we interviewed out of the 19 episodes, we interviewed five guest experts this year in seven months. That's, that's pretty good because if, if you haven't realized the guest expert episodes take a lot more, uh, time preparation. Um, we have to get really technical at times and we have to understand what is going on. And then we have to find ways that we can articulate that to the rest of you, right? Everyone else that's listening, the Ziglets out there that, that wants to know how, you know, how carrier supporting carrier is implemented um, and, and what you do for multicast in a carrier supporting carrier, you know, just uh, deployment or whatever, VRFs and, and tagging and all this other stuff that you can add in QoS. Um, 
You guys want to know that stuff. You guys want to actually ask those questions. You want those answers. You want to know what, you know, what Nick or what I did or what, you know, Jody Lemoyne did for his uh, um, uh, multi-tenant uh, uh, project uh, implementation he did, right? So it's, um, you want to know those details. Uh, so those those take a little bit more time and effort to actually um, coordinate and then um, outline appropriately, get questions ready. They take a little more time. But with that said, um, we are definitely going to do more next year. We have a lot of things on the plate. So, and I don't want to give any other, other any other information other than that. We have a lot more on the plate for the podcast, specifically around interviewing other guest experts in this field. Um, maybe, maybe I'll be interviewed. You know, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll have a guest host instead of a guest expert. Who knows? We'll see what's going on. Um, so just as a summary, the five guest experts that we had, again, you know, Nick Russo, episode five for Care Supporting Carrier. Um, then we had Jody LeMoyne and multi-tenant uh, uh, architectural um, solution for his customer. Uh, we had Mike McPhee for uh, ICE and Trust Sect in a software-defined access world. Um, we had Jeremy Philbin for a, a CCDE overview, and then we just had Tony Malika for an ACDX overview. So that's pretty good, I think. We're getting there. Um, in addition to the guest experts, I, I do want to call out that we did complete a podcast miniseries. So if you have not gone out and listened to these yet, I highly recommend it. We did a miniseries, a miniseries on a uh, consultative engineer or the consultative engineers, how I've titled, titled it. And a link to the mini series will be in the show notes. Um, and as a high level, we did uh, six episodes. And um, again, it's every two weeks. So you can do the math, right? Like a month and a half, two months, something like that. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm a little sick. So if you hear me kind of coughing in the background or uh, having a hard time breathing, it's because uh, I'm getting over, uh, I think bronchitis or whatever my son had. So um, you might hear that in the background, but um, so yeah, uh, the consultative engineer, we, again, we did six episodes. Um, we went through the process of identifying our requirements. We went through a, a process of identifying a pro uh, design framework and how to leverage a design framework or a blueprint, let's say, to, uh, to map um, the technical decisions that you're making to your business requirements. Uh, constraints and drivers that then also map back to the business outcomes and business benefits that your organization is looking to do, looking for at the business layer, at the business level, right? We also in this series identify um, how you can become a consultative engineer and how you can bridge the divide between the business side of the house and the technical side of the house. And I think those are really key points to make. Um, hopefully that interests you. And if it does, and you haven't listened to these episodes, the link will be in the show notes for the entire mini series on the consultative engineer. Um, yeah, so that's pretty good. I think we completed that podcast mini series. Um, and I, I think I even put it in the notes in one of those, like the final episode that um, we might tweak it as, as we learn more, right? It, it, it's not going to be a, Hey, we finished it and we're going to forget about it. That's not the case. It's not who I am. Um, you know, if we go back in a year or six months or a month or two years from now and we're like, hey, we need to add a couple more episodes or maybe we need to redo them or we got to add these points. We're going to. We want to make it a real world uh, thing, right? A real world and things not the right word, a real world um, uh, resource to utilize um, to help you uh, bridge the gap between business and technology.
And that, that is really a, a big point to make. Um, the last item I have for the podcast is that uh, um, we did the mini series on, you know, on the consultative engineer. Um, but that's not the only mini series that we're going to be doing, right? So that was the mini series for 2017. Um, and we are definitely going to do some mini series and they might not be mini. They might be longer than mini. They might actually be series or sub series, whatever you want to call them, um, in 2018. So I have plans to do a couple more. Um, I've kind of, uh, vocalized a little bit about a software defined access mini series, and that is in the works. Uh, I do not know when that will happen, but, uh, hopefully soon. And hopefully you'll start hearing some of those episodes in the near future. Um, there might be some additional ones too. Um, and we do have another mini series that we have been doing is a design certificate mini series. We did the CCD with uh, Jeremy Philbin. We did the ACDX, ACDX with Tony Malika. Um, and I'm looking to do a couple more. So there are a couple more design specific certifications out there. So we have some, you know, some future content in 2018 coming up. Um, so moving over to the, or moving back over, I guess, to the blog side of the house. Um, we have had a number of topic spotlights this year. So kind of like the, you know, we had guest experts. Well, we had some topic spotlights in a blog format, right? Um, and these are not like blog series because we will get to that. This is going to be items that uh, we we wanted to focus on um, for whatever reason. And the ones that I'm going to list off is um, we did a blog post and I had planned to do more and I just didn't get to it, right? Um, on The Big Leap. Um, the Big Leap is a book, um, and I didn't write it in my notes here, um, on who the author is of The Big Leap, which is horrible of me. So if you bear with me one minute, I will do a quick look. Um, it's Guy Hendricks. So uh, The Big Leap is by Guy Hendricks. We did a post um, about this book, about Einstein time, and, and the title is Einstein time, uh, you are time, is the, uh, the title of the blog post we did. Um, the book is called The Big Leap, and there's a lot of takeaways from that book, and we haven't even brushed the surface of that book and the benefits that you can get from that book. If you haven't looked at that post, if you haven't uh, looked read the book, I highly recommend you getting the book. Um, we do have, the, I'll have the link to the, the post in the show notes. Um, you can click the post, and um, you can get a direct link to buy the book or the audio version. Um, either one, I have both. Um, I actually have two audio versions because I bought one. It's a funny story. I bought one on my Amazon account. And for some reason, it ended up buying one on my wife's as well. So I had that discussion with my wife, Julie, and uh, I had to get a refund. But yeah, so I ended up buying two audio versions of the book and then the physical copy as well. Um, but it's a big book. Uh, not a big, it's a good book. It's not a big book. It's a small book. It's, it's a short book. Um, but there's a lot of good points in the book. Um making no sense with some of the words I'm saying. So sorry about that, everyone. Um, it's a good book. And uh, there's a lot of good lessons that you can take from the book that I haven't even gotten into. And I think that, uh, um, you know, as we as we continue to grow the show and the podcast and the blog and everything and all the content, we will continue to highlight um, books that are meaningful, um, authors, uh, presenters, um, any of that kind of content that's out there that uh, is, is, I believe that's important or others in the field believe it's important, we'll just kind of bring it in and we'll talk about it. And hopefully it'll, it'll give you some value. It'll um, give you some context, perspective, um, and it, it'll help you. You know, it'll, it'll actually help you throughout your day-to-day, -day, maybe changing how you do things. So 
looking forward to to the future on what other books and stuff that we get in there, other resources we get in here that we can um, identify and, and let you know. Um, the next uh, blog kind of spotlight that a uh, topic spotlight that we had was the network intuitive. Um, and this was a, a, the network intuitive is a Cisco, um, not marketing item, but it, it's a Cisco, I would say solution or architecture, architecture is a better word. Um, the network intuitive is a, is a, a overall overarching architecture that Cisco is, uh, um, marketing and has a solution for. Um, and we wrote a, a blog post about the network intuitive and some initial concerns around the network intuitive. Um, but then also some correlations between the network intuitive and the intent-based network, right? Um, intent-based networking has been a, um, a concept, uh, a topic that um, has been dear to my heart and something that I like and like the idea of. Um, and the network intuitive is definitely something that fits into that bucket. Um, so if you're into that, if you're into automation orchestration, the intent-based type of world, um, you can go find that that blog post. Um I think we had some comments on there that were pretty interesting um, from a few people. So um, you, you could get some good stuff from that that blog post, I believe. The final um, blog spotlight topic that I, I wanted to mention, and I think it's, uh, I think things like this, I, I hate we're using the word things. Um, I think, um, hmm, not programs, trying to think of the right word. Um, I think initiatives like this one that I'm about to, to discuss and, and and recommend and talk about um, and be passionate about here um, are very important um, in this industry, um, more than most things in this industry. Um, the This is and enough beating around the bush. So this was a blog post regarding the Network Collective. The Network Collective is a, a roundtable podcast um, that is uh, uh, bi-weekly, I believe, on Tuesdays. They might be weekly now. Um, I'm sure those Jordan and, and uh, Phil and uh, Yvonne will get mad at me for uh, not knowing how, how often they do their podcasts anymore. Um, it's just not enough time to, to do everything. So, um, But they have, a, they have a, a really, really good platform because that's what it is now. It's not just uh, the content. They're, they're building a platform and a, and a brand. Um, and they're, they're putting a lot of value that's raw, rich, real, um, into this community. So if you haven't seen them, the network collective, um, I believe it's the network collective.com and I'll just check that real quick. Yep. The network collective.com and you can see all their content there. They have a lot of content already and they started, I think a month before I did, but they definitely have a lot more content and they're doing a great job with what they have. So I definitely highly, rec- highly recommend each and every one of you to open a browser right now and go to networkcollective.com and subscribe and watch some of their videos. Um, and, and you might feel uh, maybe not worthy because these are going to be very technical driven. Some of them are very technical driven um, discussions. Um, you got some people, some heavy hitters in the world on these podcasts that are are really going into some details on technology and protocols and theory that uh, you don't see anywhere else. So definitely check that out. The The other part of that that blog post, though, wasn't just Network Collective. Um, it was also what I called Network Nirvana. And I haven't talked about this since then. Network Nirvana is um, a terminology that I was trying to uh, utilize um, to depict when you have these one-off technical 
conversations um in like a bar um in the hallway um and and these are just placeholders so any any location that's not normal that it's kind of spurs a discussion and then that discussion comes to solutions that that happen on the fly you know and you don't always you can't always recreate that network nirvana situation um it's not something that you can utilize you can you can't intuitively create it um effectively when you plan to. Um, and the reason why I bring that up in that post is because the network collective is doing a great job at recreating those moments of network Nirvana, um, in an audio and video fashion. So, you know, if you want to see how, um, sometimes those discussions that happen at a table when you're drinking beer or you're drinking, you know, alcoholic beverages or adult beverages, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, for me, it would be scotch or whatever like that. Um, you're, you're having a drink with some colleagues or coworkers. And then before you know it, you're, you're drawing a solution on a napkin or, uh, you know, on a couple napkins and then you have a solution to a problem. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about with the network, with, uh, uh, the network Nirvana, and I correlate that and that that blog post to the Network Collective and what they do. Um, so that that's the third um, kind of topic spotlight for the blogs. Those are the main three that I would like to emphasize for the year. Um, now, outside of the spotlights, we did start uh, a blog series on Cisco ICE two point three. So now for this blog series and the other other blog series that will come. Um, they're going to be kind of long. Some of them might be longer than others. So the Cisco ICE 2.3 blog series, we have five episodes, or they're not episodes, they're not podcast episodes. We have five blog posts already out there. Um, and we have about 20 planned in total for that series. Um, that might change, you know, as we get closer to the end or get further into the, you know, the meat and potatoes, as I like to call it, of the the um, the blog posts and the content. Uh, we might realize that we need to expand or, or, or make it smaller, you know. So um, right now we have five installments. We have another one that's going to come out next week on Friday. Um, right... Uh, there's a right, yeah, right before the new year. It'll be the last one for the year. And then uh, that'll be six. And then we have, you know, about 20 in total um, for that, that blog series. And again, the blog series that we're doing uh, on ICE is a real world um, deployment of ICE. It's a real world contextual, contextual, uh, perceptive, or not perceptive, um, uh, example is probably a better word. It's a real world example of how ICE would be deployed in a situation that is real um, and raw, like I said, and, and contextually aware um, of like a customer's environment. It's not just a lab, right? We are doing it in a lab, but the use cases are real use cases. That's the key. Um, so there, there's that, right? We got those five installments done. We got another one coming out next week um, and we got more planned in 2018. Um, and then the next kind of tidbit is that, you know, we're not going to just stop with the blog series on ICE. We're going to do additional blog series caveat, they do take time. So it's not like I can uh, magically um, say I'm going to do five blog series on these amazing technologies that are very complex in real world situations, and they're going to be done in a week. That's just not going to happen. So, um, you know, I have a lot of ideas of doing some other blog series that are real world blog, blog series, right? Um, that, that will help you um, understand the technologies and then also understand the different um, ways to deploy it 
in your customer environment or in your organizational environments, um, they just, they're just going to take time, right? So um, we'll see how fast or how slow I can get some of that stuff out there. But there, there definitely is more coming in 2018. Um, and that, that is a hopefully a common uh, statement for everything that we're talking about today is there's just going to be more coming in 2018. Um, so that that's a good summarization, I think, or summary. Summarization is not a word I usually use. Summary is a better word um, of the the podcast, the Zigbits Network Design Podcast, and the Zigbits blog posts. Um, you know, we've done a lot this year in summarization, right? Summary. I keep saying summarization. So hopefully this is making some of you laugh. That's the idea. I do not intend to post-edit this at all. This will be the first episode of the podcast that I intend to not edit. Um, I will do post uh, um, audio. Um, actually, I won't do the editing. I do alphonic editing. But um, normally, as a tidbit here, normally I go through and spend um, three times to four times of the time, the, the length of the episode to edit it and to delete or to mute um, the ums, as I just said, um, like five times. Um, I'm doing it again. See, um, I just say um a lot. So I try to go through and clear all the ums. And then I try to go through and clear all the additional items that happen, right? Because I'm a perfectionist and I want to make sure it sounds really good for you. Uh, as you can see with the last episode, if you did not, well, first off the last episode, I ended up using two mics, as I said before, um, because I didn't realize that it'd be a different sound, um, between the different mics, uh, a rookie, rookie mistake, right? I'm learning as I go here, as I said, learning has occurred. Um, so with that, though, I allowed that episode to air with the two different mics because I wanted the content out there. That's more important. You know, you could hear it on the different mics. It sounded different. Sure. And, you know, was it top grade quality? Probably not. Right. It was probably not even made quality. But the content's more important than anything else here. So I want to get that content out. Um, I also want to make sure I'm not wasting my time um, tweaking every little detail that I don't necessarily need to tweak. So this will be the first episode, hopefully, if I don't mess it up too bad, um, where I don't go through and edit the whole thing. You know, I'm going to um, tweak the sides of it maybe and then upload it to Alphonic and then get it out to everyone else to listen to. So um, so that, that's a good summary. And um a lot, of, a lot of things happening in 2018, I think, that'll be good that we've been discussing over the, the course of the podcast. So I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you are too. Um, a new thing for the podcast episodes that started last episode with Tony Malika. So if you did not get a chance to listen to that episode, um, it is zigbits.tech slash 18, and that episode is on the Aruba Certified Design Expert Certification. Um, I, I definitely recommend you go and listen to it. It wasn't too long. I think it was like 30 or 40 minutes. Um, it's, it's good to get an idea of the different vendor design certifications that are out there and how they interact and how you can, um, see the different design aspects. I think that's a big deal. Um, so with all that said, at the end of the episode, Tony, uh, had a great idea, um, that we're going to, we're just going to do it every episode. So the idea is that, uh, uh, we go over a term per show. We find a term in this community, in this environment, a term, um, uh, and we define that term. Um, you know, we, we come up with, hey, this is my personal definition of said term. Um, and in the past episode, uh, the last episode with Tony, the term was network access control. And uh, he gave us a great view of what his view, or he gave us his view, which was great, 
of that that term, network access control, and then I did as well. Um, so we're just going to keep doing that, I think, in every episode. I think it's great. Um, not everyone's going to know these terminologies, right? Um, not everyone knows what network access control is. Not everyone knows um, what operational expenses are or OPEX, um, what capital expenses are or CAPEX, um, what TCO is or ROI is. Um, and I, we will get to those. So if I haven't discussed those yet, which I think I have in the consultative engineer, if you go check that out, you will find some of those terminologies there. Um, but these are going to be, you know, at the end of the episode, a little tidbit and, and hopefully you can learn something, right? And hopefully, and then if, if I say something wrong, you can tell me. Um, I'm not perfect. So even though I try to be. Um, so this episode, just to, done beating around the bush, um, the today's term is uh, micro-segmentation. And um, micro-segmentation, uh, there's a few different things first off. So um, micro-segmentation is sometimes used as a marketing term, I feel like. Um, you have vendor solutions that will say that they um, are perfect for micro-segmentation. And some may be, um, but I feel like that term is used a lot on the sales side. Um, most vendor solutions include it as like a feature or selling point. Um and I think the point here is what what is it really, right? So in my own words, not scripted, not reading from anything, um, because I wanted to be raw, right? Uh, Microsegmentation, in my opinion, is the ability to um, isolate a device, a user, a a thing, I guess, um, or a session um, from another session, and that that's that's as um, agnostic as I can be. And holistic, I think, as I can be, is a, uh, and I'll give you some examples, right? So again, microsegmentation is the ability to um, apply or restrict or isolate um, a device, a user, a session um, from another session. Let's say, um, and the reason why I'm being very um, high level with this is because um, I don't want to enforce any other. Um, not requirements, but any other um, limitations to that. Microsegmentation can be a huge thing. Um, and it, a huge thing. I keep saying thing. I don't want to say thing anymore. Um, Microsegmentation can be a huge differentiator um, in your environment, but it also can be a, a huge requirement depending on what vertical you're in and what um, compliance standards you have to meet and security standards you have to meet. So let's give some real world examples beforehand so that it makes kind of some sense, right? So micro-segmentation is something that, um, let's let's say you have a VLAN and you have two hosts on that VLAN. Let's say it's finance. Um, you have a, a finance officer in your organization, um, a finance maybe manager or something like that. And then you have a, a finance... Um, a clerk, you know, someone that may not be as privileged as a finance officer. So the first thing is traditionally they're going to be on the same subnet, same VLAN, um, and in most cases they're going to get the same access by default. And historically, they're going to end up getting the same access. Um, now they're because they're on the same VLAN, you could restrict their access based, based uh, like maybe like an HR access. You got finance and HR, right? You could give them different access because in those those deployments, you traditionally have like an infrastructure ACL applied on the VLAN interface um, that will allow or uh, not allow the traffic, um, the corresponding traffic to go through that VLAN interface. But that does not help you um, 
going from internal to that VLAN, from VLAN to that VLAN, internally to that uh, VLAN, right? So example, that finance manager trying to send traffic to that finance clerk, um, that would not be restricted. They could send anything they wanted. Um, so, you know, a good use case would be, let's say that finance clerk um, ended up downloading something that was malicious by mistake. They didn't know that uh, that Adobe download was a, you know, malware, was a virus or a worm. They downloaded it. And um, and now that, that worm or that virus or that Trojan um, is able to spread on that VLAN, on that subnet, right? Um, because there's no controls in place to restrict it. There's no micro segmentation, right? There's segmentation at a different level. There's segmentation from VLAN to VLAN, subnet to subnet. Maybe there's a firewall, maybe there's ACLs, right? But within that subnet, within that VLAN, there's no micro segmentation. There's no segmentation inside that VLAN. So a big point to make here is that, um, with micro segmentation, you can apply different security levels or different security criteria, um, traditionally like an ACL or something along those lines, um, to the session, right? So you can apply, um, hey, this person is finance, this person's, let's say, HR, and they're on the same VLAN in this instance. Let's say they're on the same VLAN, but you don't want them to talk to each other, right? Um, or you don't want them to talk to, um, maybe the HR person shouldn't talk to the finance officer for whatever reason. Um, so you can apply those controls, those security controls on the session. And that, that kind of decouples um, the VLAN, decouples the subnet, decouples the need to put an ACL on a, on a VLAN interface because now you can do it through a policy engine. And again, this is kind of close to a net, network access control here. Um, kind of following the same term, uh, the same category as network access control micro segmentation um with the ability to apply the security based on who you are what you are and what you're trying what you're allowed to do um decouples it from that vlan that subnet and then obviously the infrastructure really at a whole at a high level um and now you can enforce the security policy the way you want to so maybe maybe the finance officer gets more access than the finance clerk um because of their different roles, because the finance officer is a manager or whatever, and maybe he has elevated permissions to access things that, that he needs to access, whereas that clerk doesn't need to access that much. So they can get different um, policies applied to their, their environment, their session. Um, or again, back to the finance versus HR on the same subnet, same VLAN. Well, hey, you're an HR guy. You only get the HR stuff, you know, um, and internet or whatever. And then the finance guy, you get the finance stuff. You don't need to access the HR servers. You don't need to access the um, HR resources. And then the HR team doesn't need to access the finance resources. Um, that's the idea of micro-segmentation. So I hope that makes sense. I know it's long-winded um, because I'm long-winded. I like to talk a lot, I guess. And um, well, I, I think the term of the show will be really helpful, right? I think that's going to help each and every one of us. Some of us might know these terms. Um, some of us might think we know these terms. Some of us might actually know these terms. Um, but no matter what, it'll be good and, and we'll keep doing it and we'll move forward and hopefully each person's going to learn something, right? Real world context and all that good jazz. Um, well, that that's gonna that's the content for for today. Um, and that, that was probably stupid of me to say that. Dumb, whatever. Um, that's the content for today. Um, 
I do have a call to action for today, um, as I have been in the past. And um, the call to action is, uh, you know, it's not to write a review. It's not to donate or send money or sponsor or anything like that. Um, all I ask is that if you like what we are doing, if um, what we are doing inspires you, it resonates with you, it it brings you the ability to understand something, um, then then let us know that, please. Um, first off, let us know. Send us a message, whatever, in any, any form, right, that we have. Um, and I'll do that in a minute. But more importantly, I think, is if you believe that something that you enjoyed here, um, that someone else that you know would enjoy, would get something out, some sort of benefit out of, um, share it with them. That's what I ask. Just share it with them. You know, if it's you're going to send it to them in an email, um, you're going to send them the link in, on Twitter and a, a you know DM. If you're on LinkedIn, whatever, just send them so that they can get this this content too, and they can get some some value from it too. Because um, you know that that's how these guys these these other um, people in this community um, are going to realize that this is, this is good stuff. This is a good value, um, is if you share it and, uh, then they can become Ziglets too. Right. So, um, yeah, good stuff. Um, I think that's it guys. I think that's going to wrap up the show for today. Um, and wrap up the show for the entire year, right? The 2017 is going to buy. We're going to be in 2018. The next time we talk, Wow, I can't even imagine um, what what 2018 is gonna um, what's gonna happen in 2018. I'm quite look. I'm really looking forward to it as I stumble over my words once again today. Um, I'm quite quite excited uh, for what what's you know gonna happen next year. What could happen? Um, what I don't even know is gonna happen. Um, so I can't wait uh, to continue to provide you value, um, and I, I hope that. Uh, if you liked today's episode, um, if you like what we do here, that you will provide us the feedback. Again, you can email feedback at zigbits.tech. You can call us at 617-913-4103. I will answer. Leave a voicemail. Um, and then I will uh, probably put that on an episode in the near future. Um, you can comment on the show notes. The show notes are at zigbits.tech slash 19 for show 19. 19, right? That's what we're on. 19, almost at 20. Um you can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and Facebook by searching for Zigbits. Um, and as always, um, I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, without you, this this wouldn't be happening. Without you, there wouldn't be any sense to do this, right? To, to do what we're doing. Um, seven months in on the podcast, 11 months on the, the blog, um, you know, without you partaking and, and enjoying and, and giving feedback, none of this would happen. So I, I sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget to join us in two weeks for another episode in a new year where we will continue to provide you with real-world context around technology. Bye for now.